Welcome to the deposit. God's love is our motivation. Welcome to the deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee. It's our inspiration. Where we use what God has deposited in us. It's our motivation. To inspire you to make a difference with what God has deposited in you. So come on. It's our motivation. Let's do this. Let, 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 let's go. Let's go. Good morning or afternoon, wherever <laughs> you're you watching from. Uh, welcome to The Deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee. This is episode 11 of our third season of The Deposit. And the theme for this season is come alive. <laughs> and also, we, we today we're live. We're thankful to be back doing lives. Um, but also, we have The Deposit on um, all the podcast platforms. So if you're a podcaster, like love listening to podcasts, that's available for you as well. Yes. And so on, we might just want to remind you that on the deposit, we share powerful testimonies and divine appointments that are impacting people for Christ in our everyday life. See, our goal is to encourage and inspire you to step out of your comfort zones, share the gospel and watch, watch God move in the lives of those around you. Mm -hmm. And uh, today episode we're going to be talking about casting our cares on god mm -hmm. yes no one has cares do we <laughs> <laughs> the last couple weeks for us have been um a little bit uh chaotic <laughs> i would say um there's some things that have been happening that has definitely caused some worry some concern anxiety and fear and we've really had to just submit those things to the Lord so we can focus on what he's called us to do, but also have a sound mind as we walk through the challenges that we're facing. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to just to share, like, you know, even as we uh, walk through life and do what we do, um, things are get so real mm -hmm. and so and unexpected. And we're faced with different decisions to move forward. And in the midst of moving forward, there can be just a lot of uncertainty and, and fear because you don't know what's what is what's going to happen. And so let me set the stage. Uh, about two weeks ago, um, we were going to start like a little ministry um, weekend as well as uh, in, yeah, in Edmonton, as well as in Leduc. Um, we were, were going to uh, speak at a church as well as a conference. And just but we were supposed to fly out on the Saturday morning. And just before that, my dad went into the hospital and uh, before we were flying out that next morning. And uh, and it was um, it was a concerning because uh, it was just kind of out of the blue. And uh, just before flying out to Edmonton, my dad had had taken a turn for the worse. And we. We um, and so it was a decision. Do we do we fly out to Edmonton or do we go to Pennsylvania? Mm -hmm. You know, those are real, uh, real, real questions because uh, he's 88 years old. So we don't know if that his death was imminent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that morning, a Saturday morning, we had to be at the airport really early and we get to the airport we go through security of course and we all, we have a little divine appointment right away actually we ended up seeing a older couple sitting there playing some cards and so we talked with them and they asked us if we'd like to join them and so we sat there and played some games with them and mm -hmm. at the same time we're getting messages from Brian's sister about um, how dad was doing and what his condition was. And as it got closer to boarding the plane, it was just feeling, we were feeling quite anxious about actually 
getting on the plane. And then all of a sudden, um, they had already started boarding and we get a notification and an announcement from them that the plane has been delayed for five five hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. And it kind of makes you kind of made us kind of step back a bit and went, okay, Lord, are you providing like an opportunity for us to maybe switch our travel plans today? Yeah. And so what was really interesting about that, we had a, a bit more time. So we were able to go home and I was able to talk uh, a little bit in depthly with, with my sister and just kind of just w walk with them through that. They're at the hospital. And uh, and but once we got once we got home and I was on the phone, things seemed to get a little bit more hairy with my dad. Mm -hmm. And while I was on the phone with my sister, my dad actually crashed and the doctors were rushing to save his life. And uh, and. I don't know, even know. I mean, I have so many emotions about that moment. But uh, as that was happening, uh, it was definitely very serious and critical. And my sister had to go. So she hung up and I was just left there. And at that point, my just so many concerns, fears, anxiety it was overwhelming. And I just kept asking God, what should we do? Should we go or should we um, should we go to Edmonton or should I just make plans to go straight there? Um, and at that point, I really had to cast all our my our cares on God. Mm -hmm. And um, and this verse came up. Yeah, First Peter five seven. It says, "Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you." And I just love it. It's like we all have anxiety, we all have fears, we have all these things. But the fact is, God cares for you. And so in in um, the New Living Translation, it says, "Give all your worries and cares to God." Mm -hmm. And um, and then the Amplified says casting all your cares and then all your anxieties all your worries all your concerns once and for all on him he cares about you it means he cares about you with the deepest affection and watches over you carefully thank god that mm. <laughs> you know he does because it feels like some of those when we get anxious or fearful it's like we just want to shut down and so we 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 really want to lean into what he says so that we're able to have a sound mind through the challenges that he gives us. So in that moment, you know, I just, I just <laughs> kept asking Lord, what should we do? Cause it, uh, and I felt the Holy spirit say to me, mm -hmm. go complete your, the, the assignment I have for you and I will take care of your dad. Yeah. Um, and that, that settled my heart, but didn't all didn't necessarily take away all of the anxiety and uncertainty about what, what was happening with my dad. But um, so at that point, I had to surrender those things and those fears to God, knowing that knowing that that verse says knowing that he cares for me mm -hmm. and he also cares for my dad and he cares for my family down there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, and I, I say this, I mean, I guess I want to share this because um, I know there's many of us here that, you know, there, there's things that God has for you to do or there's things that that, you know, are put before you. But then anxieties, fears, you know, stuff that's happening with your family or with your kids or whatever comes up. And sometimes we have the we we choose to kind of just fold up and just just run off and just try to take care of things. But um, the, the one thing I wanted you to, to say is that don't let your worry and fear paralyze and distract you mm -hmm. from what God is doing in these moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Matthew 6, 20 says, 27 says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour uh, to your life? It means like if we get caught up and totally paralyzed by the worry, 
um, it's actually not going to change the situation. It's not going to um, make a difference. You're not adding any value to the situation by worrying. It actually can cause you to really be paralyzed and to not do anything. But if we're willing to submit that fear and then submit the anxiety to the Lord and let him come in, then it brings a peace to our hearts so that we're able to either <clears throat> make a decision um, and trust him through the process. Yeah. Um, in Psalm 27, 13, it says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, and it, it just strikes me just like when you have things happen like that, when I see my dad's crashing, I don't necessarily know where, what's going to happen. And I am, uh, and I'm just torn and just, just to know that I would have, I would have lost heart unless I believed in God, unless mm -hmm. I had some place to place those, those fears and, and to, and hope that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm -hmm. And I just, and so I just love that verse and this, and it comes back to me, to me over and over, but first Corinthians 15, 57 and 58 says, thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and th uh, verse 58 says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Um, now, I'm not saying, I'm, it's like, I'm not saying like we need to be so fully committed and focused on what uh, on our mission without taking into context the times and actually what's going on is that um, with my dad and just being having a discerning heart. Is, what should I do? What is needed here? Mm -hmm. But uh, when God spoke that to my heart, I, it, it settled us so that we can just um, move forward. Yeah, we could, you know, continue to go and do the assignment, like you said, um, mm -hmm. in what, you know, we were assigned to do, which was go speak at our friend's church and uh, at Life Spring in Sherwood Park, Edmonton. And then we were doing, um, going to attend a pastors and leaders conference in Leduc, which was super refreshing as yeah. well and, and uh, encouraging to connect with um, pastors and leaders and just like-hearted um, people. And so that was great. And in the midst of that, God was making a way. Dad was, um, you know, he was regaining strength in the hospital. And, you know, the, the reports that were coming in were just getting, you know, better and better. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, it settled settled our hearts knowing that Brian was still, we were able to complete what we needed to, and Brian was still going to be able to see his dad. And see, what was interesting is that I believe it's that Sunday morning while we're speaking at Emily's church mm -hmm. uh, at uh, LifeSpring, it was interesting is that it wasn't until just before I was supposed to, I was about to address the congregation and preach that I heard that he he was stable. Yeah. Because those those times before that was really, really uh, tenuous and I'm just, I really am just my mind just going back and forth. And I had to let my, put my heart and my mind on the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what is it that you have us to do? And what's so interesting about that as well, during this time, <laughs> uh, uh, Diana Lee and our tribe travels had three divine appointments, uh, one with that couple <laughs> and then two with uh, two, uh, two ladies who, who were both unsaved. Yes. Well, one of them, one of the, she was saved, the second lady. 
on the plane at home or on No, the actually, she, she um, I believe she she said something to the fact that maybe oh, I'll go and try this. I go go and see this. Yes, the So, first lady on on the plane ride to Edmonton, a sweet uh, lady. Her husband worked up in Fort Mac, so it was a kind of connection because, of course, we lived there, and Brian worked out um, in the fields out in Fort McMurray in the fields. in the fields on in the old sands as a sales dude. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we just got talking about that and talking about life. And I shared some of the things that we do and what we see God doing in the lives of people. And, and she said, wow, like different stories that I would share. She's like, oh, I just have goosebumps. And, Yeah, I remember that. and, and uh, she said her mom uh, grew up Catholic, but she'd really like to, you know, be in a more lively church and, And so we talked about that a little bit. And she goes, wow, you got, you have given me so much to think about. And so, you know, it's little things like that where you just go, okay, Lord, thank you for this opportunity in the midst of all that is going on. Yeah, because we don't know, we, we really don't know what uh, what God is wanting to do in the midst of the the drama and in the midst of the different things that are going on. And so it's, it's important, just a statement, it's important for us to settle our hearts, Mm -hmm. hear God and be obedient to what he wants because he is leading and guiding and direct directing us. Yes, I could have gone straight to Pennsylvania, but in going the way that we did, we were able to affect a few, a few lives Mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, and, and our lives also were affected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, It says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast your anxi- all your cares and anxiety on him because he cares for you. And be alert and sober-minded because the enemy, the devil, pro- prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Um, resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is going through the same kinds of sufferings. Uh Yeah. One of the things I want to say is like, as we were going through the, this time, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It was, and, um, and, but we also know we're not alone because there's so many people that's going through, uh, going through a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and so we called, we, we decided to ask people to pray for us, yeah. you know, to cover us during this time. Um, we, we felt the prayers and, uh, and it was, really just knowing that we need to submit ourselves. We need to humble ourselves, not just, you know, and just be able to and know that he is the one that's going to lift us up. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the midst, uh, and I, I I don't know for you, but I know in the midst of a lot of drama, a lot of, a lot of things that happen, that's when I believe that the enemy comes to sow more discard to, to uh, uh, discouragement, fear. And he, he, he hits you like to, uh, to focus on maybe the worst possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that point, really having to just be, be sober, be vigilant, you know, keep your mind on God, on the word, on the, what the word says instead of um, our, you know, the fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And that really helped us uh, walk this through, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it did. And so the second thing that we want to leave your heart, leave you with is to just settle your hearts and listen to God Um, to just really take that time to uh, to let God into the situation, let the Holy Spirit just speak to you, to give you that peace and to give you that rest. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty amazing uh, to to just 
have that assurance, like just even direction, because I tell you what, it, when uh, just before I'm preaching, preaching on in uh, Sherwood Park, my phone is going off with so <laughs> many um, messages. messages and I'm like, I'm like, I need to go preach. But it was so cool to, to hear that is is stable now mm -hmm. and that God truly did uh, is taking care of my dad. Yeah. And so. Yeah, and so it's um so with that it's it's interesting to, even as going through this time. I just want you to know that even just that my I went down to Pennsylvania, um, and God, it was so good. It was mm -hmm. so good to be with my family. Yeah. Um, after uh, doing what we doing what we uh, needed to do in Edmonton and Leduc, and and going down and for eight days and just it was still it was. It was incredible to see family, to see my dad, to be able to hold him, to hug him, you know, to kiss his head. And just <laughs> to just to, it's the first time in a long time that we've been together. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, you know what? And then there's a lot of cares, anxieties, fears, you know, just being able to be there with my family, just seeing what they have to go through and just being as God strengthened and strengthened my heart. I was able to be there to just to listen and just to just to. Just be. Just to be. And I'm not used to being. I'm used to doing. I'm used to going. <laughs> and it's just, just to be with my family and just to just to walk through these these times together was was a, a gift. And it was also, yeah, and it was challenging. It had its own challenges. Mm -hmm. But I just want to just know this that as you are going, I think this, I feel that this is specifically for someone that uh, you're going through a really hard time right now. And you know that they're, but they're, you're ha at the point where you feel like you're just going to crumble or you just that all the fear and anxiety is going to overtake you. I just want to say this to you, that God cares about you. So he says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. He yeah. has a deep affection for you. Yeah. And you know, I felt that all the way through this. I, I felt like I knew I wasn't alone. I, um, there's times when I, I was so tired and, um, but yet in the midst of that, I did know that I did feel that that strength, but also the assurance that he's taking care of us. And you know what, my dad, um, when I got down there, my, my dad, um, was, uh, just had, was had one of his best days. And then he was released a couple of days later and he went from being, from, uh, being on the verge of passing mm -hmm. to being released. And then, and now we're just in that same place. He's 88 years old. So I don't know how much more time I have with him. Yeah. But uh, I know that he cares for that God cares for him and he's cares for my family. And we just pray that we just ask that you would just, um, I guess, uh, just continue to pray for my dad mm -hmm. and my family as well. And the fam. Yeah, there's lots going on there. Yeah. But just as God cares for us um, and the situations that we've been through and cares for Brian's dad and the family, he cares for you. And he he just wants to speak um, peace into your situation. And as you surrender the cares, the worries, the anxiety, he will meet you. He will give you that peace that passes all understanding to guard your heart and your mind. And, uh, and so just continue to lean into him, take that time to, to just rest in him and um, settle your heart to listen to him and just resist the enemy's tactics because he loves to bring in the fear and paralyze you so that you're not able to move forward or make decisions um, or make wise choices or anything like that. So 
make sure that you just submit to the Lord and let him come into each and every situation. Yeah. And so even as we uh, we come to a close, hey, Mike, how's it going? So mm -hmm. good to see you, my brother. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yes, our friends from Norway. Yeah. Um, I just wanted, I just know this, that this, this was our thing that we had to walk through, but I know that there's different spectrums and different yeah. things that, that you are walking through. And I just want you to say, it's like, don't lose heart. Believe in God that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of, of the living, that God is the one that, that holds your fears. If you cast them on him, surrender your fears to God, let him, let their, his responsibility and then allow yourself to be able to see and hear what he's saying so that you could make the best of the time, the times of a struggle or the times where you just don't know what to do. And God will lead you. And so for you, I know there's specific people that are dealing with, with something right now. And we just want to speak to that. today. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to add in that Psalm 23, 13, because it says I would have lost heart unless I believe that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And so whatever your situation is, know that the goodness of God is in the land of the living. Um, and don't, don't lose heart. Yeah, don't lose heart. <laughs> and so uh, we'd like to pray. If, you know, if any of you, anyone is going through uh, something that's hard like that, you need someone to uh, agree with, um, please don't hesitate to give us a call or message us. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we go, we would like to... Um, yeah, we would want, we want to pray for you. Mm -hmm. All right. So Father, in Jesus name, we just thank you for our friends, God. Uh, some we know, some we don't. God, we know, God, that uh, you said in your word that, um, that we should not fear because you have overcome the world, that we should be of good cheer <laughs> because you have overcome the world. And so mm -hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak peace over the storms in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, for miracles, for breakthrough, God, but we pray for hope and faith, knowing, God, that you will take each one of us through all the things. It says in the word, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of all of them. So Father, I just pray that during this time, God, that you give people the strength to cast their cares on you, put them securely in their, your hands so that they can hear what it is that you would want to do and to move forward and through these their circumstances in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. So, Father, we just pray, ask for uh, blessing. Yes, we ask Lord. for uh, provision. We ask for hope over their lives in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yes. We just speak uh, to your hearts to come alive um, in Jesus name. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if the deposit has been a blessing to you, um, and you would like to help us continue to, uh, do the deposit ministry, uh, you can check, uh, give a financial gift to c10.org slash Brian Walrond. Um, that helps us continue to do what, uh, God has given us to do. And we just thank you for those who pray for us and continue to um, support. In, and uh, we're so grateful. Yeah. So, so have a wonderful week and we will see you next Thursday at 11 a.m. PST. God bless. Bye.